that said, there was a ministry it's called One Cry. Did you all say that? One Cry is a fairly new ministry that was birthed out of Life Action Ministries, which is out of Buchanan, Michigan. Life Action is a revival ministry that's been around for 45 years. They send teams all over America in different places to concerts and preaching and conferences. And it's amazing the ministry that, that they work in fact, someone that was that brother had invited one of our college friends um, to be at our wedding uh, stood up with her, has been working with Life Action Ministries now for 40 years, and they've allowed her to go out branch out and be a part of One Cry Ministry. And she's uh, stayed in touch with us. But uh, they were at a place called Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, and moved her to work because. This is from One Cry's media director, whose name is Bob Bake, or Backy, uh, who produced the evening College Day of Prayer simulcast. So every year, there has been a College Day of Prayer for over 200, for 200 years. And way before things ever broke out in revival at Asbury University, they had planned this day to be at Asbury weeks and months in advance before anything had ever broken out knowing okay, that this is where they were going to do the simulcast from Asbury University for this year, 2023. Here's a report that says the number of visitors to Wilmore. Wilmore is about southwest uh, of Lexington, Kentucky. With all you people that know your geography and your geography very well. And so it's only about less than 20 miles away uh, and it only is a town of 3,600 people. Okay? The number of visitors to Wilmore rose to 100,000. By Thursday night's National College Day of Prayer broadcast, our production team on Thursday night saw 300,000 accounts online. And our registration, our registration website was overwhelmed and crashed. And multiple television networks took our signal to both hemispheres of the world. TBN had, has posted the broadcast for viewing. They wrote to say that they had received many responses from their viewers thanking them. Our signal literally reached around the globe including Latin America, Europe, Asia, Africa. A small place like Wilmore in the eyes of the world became a beacon of hope for people around the world with pilgrims visiting from many hundreds of colleges upwards to 300 colleges were represented there that night on February the 23rd. And numerous churches reporting from many places and dozens of countries all lighting up the social media universe. For example, one billion TikTok views since revival began. All to the glory of Christ. 
salvation of students, the healing of sick, wounded people, and the transformation of a multitude. But the next line, and I wasn't going to read this, but it caught my attention right now. But the prayer is for more. I'm getting reports from around the world, still getting them, that God's moving in the Philippines. He's moving in India. He's moving in, in various other lands where multitudes. He's moving in Nicaragua. He's moving in, I mean, where meetings are happening and multitudes are gathering and people are being saved uh, in this last harvest, great harvest before the Lord's return is happening. The phrase I want to bring your attention to this morning phrase, to the glory of Christ. And I want to talk about that phrase, to the glory of God, um, and, uh, this morning. And you might, some of you might can guess where we're going with that. But I do, want to, I do want to, before we get there, I want to say this statement one more time. And I, there's several statements I would like to repeat from last week, but I will only repeat this one. That God has not called us, God is not looking to you to strive for perfection. Notice I use the word strive. But God is looking for you to come to maturity in Jesus Christ. Okay? And there's a difference. I'm going to repeat it. Any, does anybody here personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? And and, and you have a relationship with God the Father. Uh, well, how exciting is that? So because of that, then God sees, God looks down and he looks at Melissa and, you know, he says, I see my perfect daughter right here. Because he looks at you as if you were, and you are in him, holy and without blame. Now, is that shouting around? Sorry, I didn't call your name, but I should have called your name. I am so rejoicing today that when he looks at me, he sees me holy and without blame. And in Jesus Christ. Let me repeat it. That's my standing before God. Okay, for all those who are in Christ. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking heavenly things. I'm thinking in the heavenly realms. I'm thinking being in the presence of the Lord, seated at the right hand of the Father. And in that standing, you might say, I am, uh, I am holy and without blame. And, um, okay. And that's the way he wants to get me all the way through and, and, and to present me that way before the Father. But my status is something else. <laughs> so I have a testimony. And, uh, and, uh, I use the word strive on purpose, though, because we are striving. Just let me make this statement. And uh, the striving is, it, it cannot be of the flesh. It, it cannot, remember chapter 7, if it's in the flesh, I, this is a body of death. If the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. And there is nothing good in me, in my flesh. And so what does it say? Have no confidence in the flesh. So the only way you can strive is if you're in tune with the Spirit of Christ who lives within you and learn how to strive according to His leading, His, um, 
his impulses, his direction, his urging, and by faith in him that his power is available for you. By the way, Jesus Christ is our life. Do anybody believe that? Do you, do you acknowledge that? Do you know that? He is our life. You don't ever have to pray for strength. <clears throat> Why? Because he is our strength. May you be strengthened with power. Where? In the inner man. How? By the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Christ. Okay? Do you have faith in Him that He is that today for you? That you have strength. You have, you have the grace of God available to you for whatever God needs you to do. So our striving, our striving in the work of the ministry, our striving in, in, in your ministry, whatever that may be. By the way, every member is a what? Is a minister. Where, where are you engaged? Are you engaged in giving hands? Are you engaged maybe helping uh, uh, Daniel Renee with Trinity Sports? Are you engaged in, in Aaron's staff? Are you engaged in women's ministry, men's ministry, whatever? Are you engaged? Every member of what? So I get to come and preach to who? The ministers. It's just, and so your ministry, though, then, is, is going to be who? According to the leadership, the direction, the instruction of who? The Holy Spirit. That is absolutely correct. The Spirit of Christ who lives within me. And uh, I, I'm going... I, I've had an incredible busy week. And some of you, I'm sure, have too. And uh, we had a long day yesterday. We had a lot of folks at our house last night. We had ministry going on. Things have been happening. And I just didn't have a whole lot of time to put into this. Come up this morning. But I prayed, and I still sought the Lord this week, and he was giving me a direction, and he was giving me this thought, and he was giving me this verse, and it was like, and they sang, they sang every, everything they sang. Do you know how many songs they sing that talk about the glory of God in it today? The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. I'm going, oh, okay, God, I get it, okay. Uh, I was hoping to be on the right track. Um, and that's it. So how is God going to use you? How is God going to use you? How is he going to use you? How is he going to use you? your service, your ministry, and your engagement. We strive not for perfection, but we do strive for maturity. And how do we strive? According to the spirit of the living God. Now, so, well, what are we after? We are after the fullness of Christ. And so in Ephesians 4.13, there is this great verse, okay? And um, in Ephesians 4.13, to come to maturity, then, so we, we want to... Uh, we want to attain the unity, not just of the Spirit, but we want to attain the unity of the what? The faith. And all, the faith is all wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Who He is, what He is, what He's done, what about Him and who He is. And of the knowledge, the impactful knowledge, the epinosis is the Greek word there, of the Son of God. So we, we want His, his uh, everything we know about Him, of Him, to impact our lives so much. That it's going to do what? That it's going to help us attain what? To a, to a mature man. To what measure? To the measure of this word called stature. Okay? Come to a full age. To the measure of the stature which belongs to the what? To the fullness of Christ. And that's where, that's where God wants to bring you to. That's what he's working on in me and you. And... Uh, He's a master at it. To know what you've got to have, to know what you've got to go through, to know what you need, to know what he's got to knock off, what he's got to add to. The fullness of, of, of Christ. All of this is to, 
By the way, when I say the words fullness of Christ, I mean, take, take the symbol, the equal symbol. But when I say the fullness of Christ, I'm talking about the glory of God. Okay? Uh, has anybody here stepped into the glory of God? Everyone who's been born of the Spirit of God has stepped into a measure of glory. We have stepped into this first realm of glory. Now, when we die, we get to step into the, the next and final level of glory. Okay, But you have stepped into glory. To those whom he called, he justified. And those whom he justified, he did what? He sanctified you, made you different people, distinct, separate. And those he sanctified, he did what? glorified. And I don't take that just as something that's future. It's now. Okay? You can walk in the glory. Matter of fact, you get to reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so with all that said, we realize then what is God doing? What is God up to? You don't have this verse, but Hebrews 2.10 tells us that God is out to do what? Bring many sons to glory. Okay? That's what he's he's after. He's after many sons and daughters. And to bring people to glory. And elevate them back. Why? Because Romans 3.23, anybody knows what it says? Anybody know? There it is. What? Y'all say it? Yes, all have sinned and fall short. So we go around telling what? Man doesn't even know it. That he's fallen. He fell from a he fell from a realm of of being uh, a vice co co regents with God you might say when God gave him in the beginning dominion and to rule over all of this that he had created and he made man he made earth for man but man has what fallen we have fallen short of the glory of God yeah I know that means we've fallen short of his perfection but it means that what it really and this is the angle I'm out today. Okay. We have fallen short of the character and the ways of God. Okay, That's what I'm after today. Uh, because there's this verse, and I want them to go ahead and put it up now. And this is the key verse of the whole day, and it's in chapter uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, and uh, 8, 9, and 10. Those three chapters all go together, but, and it says this. So you all read this. Ready? Go. strive, but according to his power, that my flesh dwells on his power. I have no confidence in his God. Um, so what do you got to do? Trust and obey. Trust and yield. You got to yield. You got to yield to him, to the Holy Spirit. Uh, okay? His leading says yielding. So then whatever you do, whatever you do, he had to put that in there. Why did he put eating or drinking in there? Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now, we take that word glory, we take that word glory right here, and we think 
okay? It has to do with an opinion. It has to do with an estimation that leads to uh, an honoring. And so we say, so whatever you do, do all to the honor, the honoring of God. Okay? That makes sense? Do all to the honoring of God. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Well, I am ultimately. But I want, when he says here, do all to the glory of God, I want you to take this word glory and not just put, think of it in terms of estimation or opinion. I want you to look at it in terms of do all to the character of God. Do all to the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do all to the ways of the Lord. That's the term and the definition I want you to have of glory today. Because man has fallen short of the glory of God. We don't measure up to the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not, yes, he was, yes, perfection there, absolutely. But we're talking about the nature, the, the, uh, the attitudes, the character, and the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I wanted. So do all, do all to his character. Do all to his nature. Do all to his glory. Do all. And, and of course, if you do that, will it honor the Lord? Uh, of course. Will it, how about this? Will it lift people's estimation of God? <sighs> yeah, hopefully. That is, that is the word today. You're familiar with this word, okay? I usually like to, I really like to stay in one passage if possible, but the Lord, you know, I just, here's these verses, okay? Y'all are familiar with this. We preach it a lot at Christmas time. Where is John 1.14? Alright, in John 1.14, the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 14, so what does he say? He says right here, and the Word became flesh. The concept, the thinking, the intellectual part, the, the, the thinking of God. He himself, the Word Jesus Christ, he became, he became flesh. By the way, anybody that doesn't believe that, they're a heretic. Okay, here we go. I'm talking about theological circle here. Alright. And, uh, and the Word became flesh, and what did he do? dwelt among us. So when we leave here today, where are you going? You're going out among them. Right? You're going out among them. Family, friends, loved ones, work associates this week, whoever it is. He dwelt among us and we saw, we saw his what? We saw his glory. See, when you put it in this light, yeah, we saw his honor, but we saw, what did they see? When he did miracles in the Gospel of John, the Bible says that he is he, uh, we began to see the glory of God manifest. And his first one was in John chapter 2 at the wedding in Canaan. We saw his power demonstrated. We saw his love demonstrated. We saw his light. We saw his character. We saw his nature. We saw his attitude toward people. We saw all of this. We saw his glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father. And this glory represents what? What's the last phrase? Full of grace and truth. Let me ask you. Is your life full of grace? So what does grace, yeah, what does grace mean? Somebody else. What does grace mean? Y'all got a definition of grace? I know all those other people are up here today that you can answer these questions, but it happens to be you here today. Praise God. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved Do you even know what it is? Yes, 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 yes. 
It is the favor of God. By the way, we've sang a lot about today that you like His favor. His favor. You know what His favor is expressed to me? It is loving kindness. Has God ever been kind to you? I love this loving Mercies of God. That's the favor of God. How about goodness? Have you ever known the goodwill of God? Have you known? Have you known the power of God? Have you known the capabilities of God? Have you been in ministry and God come down upon you and did something with you and you just were, and then you was like, ah, how did this happen? That's my point. Yes. Yes. Oh, she Googled it. all this? Are you making yourself available of it? The grace of God, the grace of God, which brings bounty, which brings benefit, which brings... So this morning I'm downstairs and you know, we're in the class down there and I'm looking on the wall and you know what oh, you know what's that the big thing on the wall now that Kathy has put up there and the very big word, the, yeah, the Beatitudes and the very big word in the middle, you know what it is? Blessed. Blessed. That is the amazing grace of God capability of God. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ was full of grace. No wonder they saw his glory. No wonder they saw his attitudes. No wonder they saw his love. No wonder they embraced his life. Oh my. No wonder he could dwell with sinners and they would come. And the tax collectors and the low-down life people, what we call the low-life people, the Lord loved them so much. His life was full of grace and one more, what? Truth. Can anybody here tell me what truth is? <laughs> that was a good. It's a what? A word. Yeah. Look. Two, not, two definitions I find. I'm going to repeat them again over and over that, you know, that we get to know what these. If his life was full of truth, his life, of course, the first phrase is. His life corresponds to reality. Okay, so let me ask you. Does your life correspond to reality? Man, this thing on Sunday nights with emotionally healthy relationships, especially the one before that, emotionally healthy spirituality, and going through this course and dealing with, there's so much that he deals with that you must, come, you must become self-aware of who you really are, how you operate, how you think. And not be afraid to face yourself because so many of us are walking around uh, in falsity. Or in pretense. 
you know, stop because I'm getting ready to use it in church. There was somebody this week, I don't know if you saw the person's name, but it was, it was again, these words in my presence, and, and just, and I, you know, they weren't good words. <laughs> my point about this is, is that, okay, you're not going to be a hypocrite with me, you're not going to be a put on, and you're going to just authentic. I didn't appreciate the words, but I appreciated the authenticity. Are you with me? I'm not a believer. <laughs> and I, okay, just be real, just be yourself. By the way, there, there's not another you around There's not another Jason around. And there's not another Danny around. Just, just be you. But become the new you in Christ. And go on to maturity. But there's pretensions, there's falsities, there's masks, there's, I mean, it goes on and on. I'm not talking about y'all. Uh, there's, there's, you know, he, he was, he was, he was real authentic. I think if you work at the Greek word, it means aletheia, and it just means that uh, you're, you're sincere and you're uh, you're real. Okay? And Daniel's got that all over our website. You know, if you come here, you just be real. Just, okay, be real. Be where you're at. You may only be right here on your level journey, in your pilgrim journey with Jesus Christ. He wants you to get you here into a place of maturity, but you're only right here, and you don't have to put on with me, Okay? I'm on the journey with you. Right. And uh, I'm still having to come to grips with stuff. Um, like Cain. I, I never heard of Cain. Do I listen to that music? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I, oh, yeah, blessed assurance. Won my heart. Now I'm a Cain fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Loud. But you have to get over here in the camera where they can see you.
group then out there was demonstrating he was watching the glory of God. You get that? He was beholding the glory of God. That's what we're talking about. The character, the life, the nature of God coming out in that group and, and, and how he was impacted uh, just by that on Friday. That, that's like, wow. I gave you one. So what's the definition I gave you for truth? Yeah, that which matches reality. That which corresponds to reality. Uh, so you have permission around here to be real. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the other though definition of truth is got this from Josh McDowell. He said it years ago. But he said truth is that which matches the original. said somewhere in a museum, of course he gave more than one illustration, but uh, you know, he had standards of weights and measures, and he said everything has got to go back there, but there is a place, there are the originals, there are places that match, whether in the metric system or the other system, there are, you know, the weights and measures that would go, you know, for every gram, for every kilo, for every this, that, and the other, he said there are weights and measures that match the originals. And of course, you know, everybody knows today, that you can go out to the store and you can buy a two-by-four, but it, does it match the original two-by-four? They used to actually, I found that in this old house I got, they actually had and used two-by-fours. <laughs> and when you go buy a two-by-four today, it ain't even close to a two-by-four. Here's the point. So let me ask you, if Jesus Christ was full he, we saw his glory. It was the glory of God that was in him, and he was full of grace, this capability, this power, this benefit, this blessing, this loving kindness, this goodwill. He was full of the favor of God, and he was also full of truth. His life responded to reality and the reality of God, but it also, his life matched the original perfectly. You got it? That's why it goes on down in verse 18 and says that he was able to declare him. He was able to present him to the world. And, it, and that's why later on, way right before he was crucified, he was able to say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Okay? So this is the point for us that we reflect that whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the character, to the nature to the light, to the love, to the grace, and to the truth of God. You see. And then, what would that turn into? People honoring God. People honoring God. People honoring God. And you honoring God. All right. Do you have verse 32 and 33? leave you with this. And then back to you. Okay. So, verse 32 of chapter 10. So, I'm going to let y'all read this.
that's in here. all the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Stop offending people! We hurt people by what we say, by what we do, by how we say it, by what we do, by how we do it. We, I mean, it is, you know, unless the Holy Spirit is, you know, sometimes you, in love you do it, you give people the truth and you it may offend them or you may hurt them to help them. I understand all of that. Paul said, I, I do everything I can to have my conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. Let that sink in. Why? So people then can see, you. they can see in you what? The glory of God. Grace and truth. And then the next verse says, verse 33, says this. Just as I also, now this is going to blow you away. Just as I also do what? Some men. Only believers. Only those in my church. So that I do what? Oh, you're, I thought we were supposed to be people pleasers. Now when it comes to obeying God, obeying man, who are you going to obey? God. But he's talking about pleasing people for their good, Romans chapter 15, and to their building up and to their edification and to their uplifting. Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, wow, but the profit of the many. And you read the last phrase? So that they might be saved. Let me ask you, so all the folks out there, do they need the glory of, do they need to see the glory of God? Do they need to feel it, touch it? <laughs> How are they going to do that? Through your life, through your life, through your life, through your life. That's how they're going to do it. And then that grace of God that will draw them and call them and bring them unto, the, unto themselves. I want what you got. That's one of the things I've asked Kyle again. I said, so how many guys are going to be in this study group that with you once you get overseas and you're going to, how many guys? He said, there's three right now and possibly a fourth. And I told him, I am going to be praying for you, not just about your deployment, but I'm going to be praying for you about this particular Bible study and what God's going to do with you and through you with those guys and that it would increase. Just as God used little old Wilmore, Kentucky, 3,600 people, and 100,000 people showed up on the college day of prayer, just as God used little Wilmore, Kentucky, God is going to use Cornerstone Church. Let's stand for you. Thank you. I'm so glad I didn't miss this meeting.
this on your own. You need the help of God. Number two, you need the support of each other. Can you get me the other amens out there? Amen. You need the help of God. 